Scary podcast. Um, I don't know. Trick or treat? Wrong answer, bitch. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the, the correct answer is a toast of film, though. A toast of film? I think I've heard about them. <laughs> Two hunky boys. Two hunky boys. Uh, just one hunky boy, one homeless looking man over here. Which is, which which? is me. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, welcome into a toast to film, everyone. I'm your host Trey, and I'm your host Ebo. And guys, it is officially October. It's officially the spooky season. You know what's crazy, man? We've been waiting for this episode this month for a year now. We have. I mean, literally, we always talk about this. We're like, man, what are we gonna do for the series of October? You know, pod? our spooky season. Yeah, because. It's always fun to do rankings. That's where we really knock in our rankings well, of our franchises. Hold on yeah. now. Don't be jumping the gun. Hey, you know, yeah, I get you, excited. You give away freebies. Hey, you gotta, you know, you gotta wait. Like, you gotta man, shake them bait. You get one pumpkin stout in me and, <laughs> and then, you know, I go wild. Oh, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, guys, just to put it in perspective, one year ago when we started our spooky series, which is the whole month of October. Right. That was when we were in single-digit episodes. Mm-hmm. We're now on episode 53. And that's only if you count the main show. We're almost at 100 if you count everything we've done. Yeah. We're chugging along. But look, first episode of Spooky Season, we're going to keep y'all here not too long today. We're just getting y'all into it. Yeah. So what we're going to do is first we're going to start out with a discussion about what you can expect, what you can look forward to, oh, what man. will haunt your dreams. Oh, yeah, little Freddy there. This spooky season. <laughs> then we will be getting into not a review today. No review. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We apologize. But, you know, we just get too excited and we couldn't come up on one we wanted to do. But every week you will get two mini reviews. And that's why we we felt like we could bring some fun content that could replace a review because really, there's nothing great that's scary out right now. No, but we do have a lot of good coming a out this year. A lot coming. So we decided to take the time to have some fun lists, you know, um, and oh, more yeah. content for this We episode. do have a great list. Um, the Too Many Reviews, those are going to be our staff picks for those that of us that loved Movie Gallery, Video Warehouse, Blockbuster, oh, Hollywood yeah. Video, whichever was your favorite. Oh, yeah. You know, they'd have the staff picks. So Trey and I are each going to select... Our staff pick that you should watch this yeah. spooky season with the debut today. And we'll end, of course, with a list. Absolutely. No matter what, every episode has a list. Absolutely. And today's is our top five witchiest performances. You know, witches don't get enough love, man. You know why witches be crazy? You know, witches are bitches. Let's just say it, all right? No, but no, on a serious note, like, the cool, witches always have a cool demeanor about them. Yes. And we have a lot of love very for cool witches. Very cool aesthetic. Yeah. We have a Sometimes lot of love. Sometimes very hot. Always. And, you know, here's the thing, man. I wouldn't say always. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> we, we can get some of those Hansel and Gretel, you know, witches out there. But here's the thing. They're essential to Halloween. They are. And we decided that's a list we haven't really tapped into. Yeah, we haven't um, tapped into witches, so we're going to be hitting that. 
And we also have a, you know, with the discussion, we like to talk about, you know, some of the great franchises out there. So, you know, uh, I say we dive right into it, buddy. Let's dive right in. So, one thing, as Trey already alluded to, one thing you can expect is, much like last year, we will be doing some rankings. We take a horror franchise that we love, Mm -hmm. and we each are tasked with, if you had to rank the entire series. Yeah. So, similar to a list, but different, because, like, you know what is going into it. Yeah. You know, it's not like you can pick from a bunch. Right. Like, you're like, if there's nine movies, you're tasked with these nine movies. Yeah. So, we haven't nailed it down, because there's only so many weeks, mm-hmm. but some that we're considering, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. We love that. Um, what was uh, Hellraiser? We yeah, we're really considering Hellraiser. Hellraiser, right? Hellraiser is very close. There's a couple we need to rewatch. You know, and we like to do this because it it makes us rewatch some of these movies we haven't thought about in a while. Speaking of one that we can confirm, and we will have a special guest, old Sharona will be in here yep. for that one. But we will be doing the Nightmare on Elm Street because people love Freddy. Yeah, but. We didn't really show love to the movies. Yeah. And should we? We'll be discussing that on one episode. That one you can put in yeah. the books. You can put it's that one going in the books. down. But, you know, what gets me so excited is just talking about these horror franchises. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of great ones. I mean, mm-hmm. we've already discussed, I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't find a person in the world that didn't know about that one. Yeah. You know, Text Chainsaw Master is scary because yeah. it's based on a true story, you know? A couple, actually. You know, yeah. And then, you know, Hellraiser is just a, just a crazy, gore, torture porn oh, type movie. Oh, we have such sights to show you. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, what's one of your favorite franchises horror that comes to mind that you could just watch over and over? I mean, as we've discussed, Halloween. Halloween. Got, yeah. got to be on the list. Um, to me, and I would go down as putting this as one of the top ten greatest franchises to exist, mm. and that's Scream. Yeah. Yes, man. Look, for all the viewers out there... We ranked it last year. You can check that episode. I am telling y'all, y'all need to go back and re- re-watch Scream because it gives you some quality like filmmaking that you didn't yeah. expect. I mean, when I rewatched them, I was like, man, this holds up today. Like, it is and good I've filmmaking. I've always been telling Trey this, yeah. and he finally, he got on a little screen bug. Yeah. He started going through them, and I yeah. even like the series. Yeah. Throw a little love to that. But I would tell anyone who will listen, if we are excluding the very first Halloween, yeah. Scream, the very first Scream, is the undoubted best slasher movie. I agree. Hands down. I mean, everyone knows, <clears throat> just like Eddie said, the first Halloween is undeniably... The best slasher of all time. Because it wasn't the first, but it laid the official groundwork it for might what as well the slasher yeah. genre would become. See, it might as well have been the first because, like you said, it redefined the genre and it gave slasher a whole new meaning. Mm-hmm. You know, this was what we needed in a slasher. And yeah. who doesn't love a boogeyman? You yes. know what I mean? Who doesn't love Dude, it? Dude, and it's, I mean, think about what spawned from the Halloween style of yeah. slasher. I mean, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, yeah. When a Stranger Calls, yeah. like, a Vacancy. Like, yeah. every slasher movie took notes from this, yeah. where it's a person 
they try and call for help. Maybe the power goes out. Like, yeah. you take all the story elements yeah. of the first Halloween, and it can be moved, you know, in lines, mm. like a flow of time yeah. from the Avengers movie. Oh, look at that. Where it shows, like, okay, so this was taken. Yeah. And, I mean, sure, like, um, you know... Halloween took some stuff from like Psycho and some other earlier slashers. Yeah, but as we, as I will always say, Halloween is the definitive slasher because it, it gave us a slasher that made sense because you know Psycho. Not everybody's gonna go stay in a hotel with a crazy person. Exactly. But you're saying you've never been home alone. Yeah. And there's maybe somebody making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe somebody's broken into your house. Or we've all experienced this. We feel like someone's watching us. Yes. Or we see something out of our peripheral vision. Yes. It hits all those nerves in Halloween. Yes. And that's why it's so triggering because you're like, wait, I think I saw somebody. Or the whole I feel crazy mentality because so many times in the movie, Jamie Lee Curtis would look at Michael from a distance and say, yeah. you see this guy following us? And then her friends would be like, Come on, he's just a perv, just looking at us, like, you know, don't worry about it. And then we all feel like, well, now I feel like I can't talk about this yeah. because maybe I am being a little too crazy, you know? It hit all the main entries, you it know, did. all the points, and all the nerves. just a great setting. Oh. Like, you want a spooky dude. feeling, like kids are trick-or-treating, the leaves look like fall time. Like, oh, man. The color palette he cho- that um, he chose with the camera, mm-hmm. it gives you that feeling fall feeling oh yeah absolutely man well here's the thing i was talking to somebody today okay and we're talking about franchise so i feel like this is only fitting i don't want to get too deep into this because we are going to get into freddy uh two weeks from today so i had the discussion of what is the better franchise between freddy and jason and it's split I talked to about 10 different people, and it was split down the middle. And I'll tell you why. And then I want to ask your opinion. Mm -hmm. So, a lot of people argued with Jason, it's got more rewatch factor. Okay. Because it's real campy, you know? But on the other side, people argued Freddy because unlike, you know, Jason, Freddy had one spectacular movie. The first Nightmare on Elm Street was a masterpiece. It was an original idea, very creative, very scary. And a lot of people had trouble sleeping. A lot of people had trouble sleeping after the first time they watched Nightmare on Elm Street. It was real creepy. And then you bring such a grotesque person, Freddy Krueger, he looked horrendous. You know what I mean? And, you know, so, you know, you have two good points. You know, Freddy might not be as rewatchable, but it has a remarkable first entry Unlike Jason, which, you know... Okay, first of all, I'm going to need you to pump the brakes. No, I mean, let's let's be honest. It's it's a good story, not let's as good as Freddy. pump the brakes, because one of the things I was going to say... So, I'm a little split on it, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. So, first let me speak on Freddy. Okay. Freddy, one thing you got to give him. Robert England, aside from the remake, which to me was kind of crap. Yeah. Um... Because they went for too much shock and not enough with the movie. Yeah. Um, but you had Robert England throughout the whole franchise. Yeah. See, they get credit for that. You had Nancy in most of the franchise. Yeah. You know, well, at least a good chunk. 
And, you know, he had some invented kills. I'll give you that. Cool idea. Cool premise. Yeah. And, see, it also has the same issue Friday the 13th has. It's like, okay, so these people keep going to these camps. Yeah. Oh, so these people keep dreaming about this one guy. So yeah. both of them get played over and over again. Yeah. Where, once again, the Halloween franchise, I think, did a better shot at evolving the story. It did. Halloween did do a better job. And that's why I didn't even bring Halloween yeah. into the mix, because it's undeniably the better franchise. I would go, though, with Friday 13th. Mm-hmm. Because if push came to shove... The only Freddy movies I would fight for is one, two, three, and New Nightmare. Okay, so that's that's good. That's four movies out of what the nine, eight, or nine. If, well, if we're not including Freddy versus Jason, I believe it's there's seven. seven. You're yeah. right. Okay, so four four out of seven. Okay, so there's three bad. you you just do not like, which I well totally. Agree I'm not with. gonna fight for those movies. Yeah. Whereas with Friday Thirteenth. I personally, I'm going to fight for that first movie because you would have never expected it to be the mother because they did the point of view, which I thought was just so good. And then the second one, you get the point of view, but it's Jason this time. And then the third one, he gets his mask. And then the fourth, and even the fifth one, I personally like the fifth one Mm -hmm. because if they, it showed like, what you can do with the power of a legend. Yeah. Where you don't have to have powers. Yeah. You don't have to actually be Jason, but you can just use that thought. Yeah. So the first five, I would fight for. As yeah. goofy as it is, I would fight for part eight. Oh, Manhattan? Yeah. I oh, mean, absolutely. a lot of people jump on that because it's goofy, but I like that. First off, anyone who says Manhattan is a bad movie, shame on them. I would fight for Jason X. But not nine. Can we agree on that? Yeah, not nine. Nine, nine only had one good scene. That was the opener. Yeah. When the girl was running and it was the football field. Yeah. And all the lights came on, all the SWAT came out. Yeah. That was the only good thing about. Yeah, nine. I would not fight for nine. Uh, I would fight for ten, and I would also even fight for the remake. Remake was pretty good because man. they were smart. They remade the first three movies as one movie, which I thought was a smart idea. Yeah. Like why? only remake one yeah jason was running in that one yeah. which was terrifying yeah it was because jason's always a big dude but he was also more intelligent like yeah. he showed like look i might be this like grotesque freak but you think i'm not gonna pick up that crossbow yeah and shoot you while you think you're safe yeah that they they evolved jason a little bit you know on that one um <clears throat> it's it's a really tough argument for me because i sat down and thought about this today both entries had had a great entry. The first Friday the Thirteenth was exceptional. You know, it. I feel like the writing in the first Freddy was a little more complex. Put a little, well, and, it's, and it it's had, a more it was, complex character. Yeah, and it had Wes Craven, so you know you gotta give him some love there. But the first Freddy, uh, first Freddy, and the first Jason were great. And then I really what I loved about Jason was, I think. They did a really good job um, evolving Jason through yeah. the franchise, unlike Freddy. But in Frey's defense, it's harder to evolve well, his character. And when you did evolve him, yeah. it was part five. Yeah. Which, 
But can we agree Oof. that two, three, one, two, and three were good? Yes. And four was okay. It had some interesting I mean, ideas, but I mean, compared to five, four was okay. I mean, anything compared to five. I mean, I said this. I mean, small spoiler for when we get yeah. to our rankings, since Trey just had to bring this up. But like I said, we're gonna dive into it deep. I called, <laughs> I called Freddy Five the Alien Three. <laughs> And honestly, I don't know which one I'd rather rewatch. Alien 3. It's Alien tough, 3. man, because Alien 3 just breaks my heart that yeah. that even exists. Alien 3 still. Like, Freddy, I just... I don't have as much love for Freddy as I do for the Alien yeah. franchise. Which, that's something we're discussing doing a yeah. ranking. And another one, and this one, I'm very excited because I live this. Um, we want to do one that we're considering for the rankings is a gremlin and their knockoff list. Yeah. So critters. So gremlins, critters, ghoulies, hobgoblins, and munchies will all be included. There's more, <laughs> but we're limiting to yeah. those because to me the those four are the yeah. most mainstream knockoffs. Which I'm very excited about that. That's going to be a good oh, one. And, and I'm going to have to rewatch some to refresh. That might have to be a whole episode. But I'm excited for the journey. Yeah, I think that should be a whole episode because there's too much content. Just a creature but, episode. So, real quick, mm -hmm. before we end the discussion and jump into the list. And the staff picks. And the staff picks. Tell me which franchise you'd prefer over Freddy vs. Jason and give me your your lawyer pitch. to My the, elevator pitch? Your, to the jury, to the judge. Okay. okay? And tell me why. Here's my elevator pitch. I will choose Friday 13th. Okay. Hear me out. No, no, no. Solid, solid choice. Well, no. Hear me out. Elevator pitch. Friday 13th, not only is it very relatable, because a lot of people, like us, who mm -hmm. grew up in the 90s, people who grew up in the 80s, they grew up, live, and they went to these camps. Yeah. So right there, you have some nostalgia factor. Yeah. But also, the... Jason character is evolving not only because it's different actors bringing different things, but the character is slowly descending into this more visceral, this more just creature of a man. Yeah. Like, when he starts out in two, he just looks like a dude with a bag on his head. Yeah. And then, you know, he's slowly descending and just desecrating. Yeah. And, I mean, he always comes back. But he's always beaten. Yeah. And they just explain it like he's kind of resurrecting. Yeah. Which kind of works. And in the first one, you know, Miss Voorhees was killed. Yeah. So that just shows, boom, she can die. Whereas with Freddy, not everybody grew up in a very lavish lifestyle like most of the people in the Freddy franchise. Yeah. They typically very affluent, mm -hmm. nice houses, <clears throat> nice family. Yeah. Not everybody had that. Also... Freddy sometimes is a cop-out with how they beat him. Yeah. Because they go too hard, like, oh, this is how you destroy crew, yeah. and then he comes back. Whereas Jason, yeah. they're just like, all right, we're going to kick this Joker in the lake. Yeah. And he drowns, but he eventually will get, like, resurrected. Yeah. So to me, overall, the Friday 13th franchise, it just works. Yeah. Because I think, in most of them, also the pacing is better. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I actually will agree with you 100% on that one. Except for the main ones that we love in Freddy, yeah. the the pacing overall is better in Jason. Yes. So, you know what? That's a solid argument, buddy. And uh, we'll let the viewer side because I think you have a lot of solid points that a lot of people will agree with. For me, 
I already know where you, you know where I'm going to go with yeah. this one. I'm going to go Freddy, and I'm going to tell, tell you why. So, I agree with a lot of what you said, because Jason, overall, has more movies you can watch. It's got better replay value. Yeah. It's just it's solid, you know? But if I had to stem from the beginning, I would want a world where the first Freddy existed over the first Jason, because everyone dreams... And that plays to a horror for a lot of people. I could see and that. And it had such a creative villain. I mean, a guy with his face burned, claws oh, yeah. for a hand. I mean, and the fact that he can, if they continue to ever do Freddy and really experiment, I mean, Freddy can do anything. You can turn anything really to can. a dream world. So you can make Freddy any fear, any fear. Even with Jason, his fear was water. Yeah. So he made the dream. Yeah, you're talking full, about Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, he made he made it full of water. So I love the potential Freddy has over Jason because Jason's he's a one act guy. You know, he's a guy with the machete yeah. that's, you know, kinda almost lifeless, you know. So for me, even though I totally agree, most some Freddy's just it's unbearable to watch. I'm telling you, Seriously, number five. Unbearable. I'll put I'll put Freddy five under any just about any other slasher movie. Oh, yeah. Or any cool. other horror franchise. But yeah. the way I had to break it down was I thought about it like this. Take the Dark Knight, okay? Take the Dark Knight, and then take the rest of the DC movies. My boy got a somehow crowbar Chris Nolan into everything. Hey, hey you know I man? mean, what does he think that this is? Zombievers? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so... I. I want to break it down like this. The Dark Knight and the rest of the DC franchise. Right. The rest of the DC franchise kind of like Jason. There's a lot of good ones, and you can rewatch them a lot. But the Dark Knight is a masterpiece, and that's how I feel for the first Freddy. And I would rather live in a world where the Dark Knight existed than all the other ones. So I went with Freddy. That's my boy's opinion. Yeah. So I'm not going to take that from you. I personally don't feel like that. Yeah. You know, and New Nightmare is the best Freddy movie. New Nightmare is amazing. Could be second it, best. Okay, it is the best to me. But number the first Freddy's the, the best. Sinister Minister Ebo. The the first Freddy's the best to me. But Trey, little spoiler, little spoilers. It's okay. Mm-hmm. So let's get into our list. Let's get into these staff picks. But first, we gotta tell people what we're drinking. This is a special one. Can I just say something right off the bat? Okay. This werewolf on the cover. Is one of the best werewolves. I mean, dude. Oh, we'll get into that. Don't worry. So, check this, guys. So, we wanted to do something very, like, Halloween-y if you screamy, you know? And so, I was at, you know, a store, a popular grocery chain. Mm-hmm. When I went back to get this, they were sold out. Yeah. So, I went to our, our spot, the bottle shop. Oh, man. We love the bottle shop, and they had one in stock. So, Elysian, is that how you say it? Elysian... Elysian? Yeah, yeah, either way. E-L-Y-S-I-A-N. I would say Elysian. So we got their four-pack of their pumpkin collection. Oh, man. This is a dream come true for me, guys. It's once once a year for maybe two to three months, I miss pumpkin beers. My boy wants pumpkin beers. He wants Oktoberfest. Give me all the above. I need every bit of it. So check it out. So each week, we'll be drinking one of these. We're starting out with the Elysian Dark O the Moon Pumpkin Stout. It has a full moon on it as well as just a great looking werewolf. 
like Man. good fangs. It has ears. It has a snout. It just yeah. it looks scary. This beer, <clears throat> I could drink this every year. I could drink it I every year. I could drink it every month. This beer is fantastic. It gives you, it only, and this is actually kind of what I like about it. It only gives you a hint of pumpkin, but it gives you that stout, yeah, you know, body. That, that, that stout's kind of hitting me. But, you know, which, you know, it's not for everybody, but yeah. I love a stout beer. I don't love a coffee stout, though, but I do love a stout. And, guys, I'm telling you, if you love, you know, if you love fall beers, you love your Oktoberfest, your pumpkin ales, run to this one because it won't disappoint. Oh, it will not disappoint? It won't disappoint. Is that what my mate is saying? It won't disappoint to pumpkin beer fans or IPA drinkers. Well, check it, check it. It's not my favorite, but I've had worse. Okay. And I love the bottle. So I'm happy to move on to next week, see which one we do next week. But Trey, it's time for the movie rental staff picks. Let's do it. <laughs> so check it out, guys. I'm going to lead us off. My staff pit. Well, this is just going to be like a minute. Trey looks like Roddy Piper from They Live. He even has this like picnic table shirt on. I'm digging it. I'm feeling it. Thank you, man. You're a handsome mug. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, Look you are. Look at Hillbilly right now. Well, you're a handsome Hillbilly. <laughs> All right. so My boy's a handsome guy. So then. this is going to be like a minute or two. Just We're basically taking the synopsis, telling you why you need to check it out. I'm going with this week's staff pick being Odd Thomas. So, number one, great name. Great poster. Amazing movie. Anton Yelkin. So, Anton Yelkin plays this gentleman named Odd. Yeah. And that's his first name. And he can, oddly enough, see these otherworldly, like, demon-type things. They're almost like... Ghouls. They're almost like several Grim Reapers. Yeah. Because they circle around death. Yeah, they're attracted to death. So he, you know, is usually like, usually there's like one, two hanging around, you know. But one day he notices there's hundreds. And he knows something is going down. And yeah. he has to get to the bottom of this because he can see these things. Yeah. And I just, I love this movie because Anton Yelkin, you know, we lost him very young. And this performance set him up where no telling what he could have done with his career. Oh, man. Because a lot of people just think, oh, it's the guy who was that side character in Star Trek. But he was so much more, He man. was so good in this. And I love his girlfriend. <clears throat> I love her. Stormy? Yeah, oh, my God, Because she's man. so funny, and she calls her, she calls him Odd One. Yeah. She says, Odd One, what is happening today? <laughs> and it's just such a cute relationship, but this movie, it packs a couple punches. Yeah. The... Like, ghouls, we'll just call them, are very, like, very eerie-looking. And just, Odd is such a likable guy in this. Dude, he's really good at what he does. Um, It's a little bit detective story, a little bit horror, um, and a little bit romance, actually. You know? There Um, is a little romance. Especially that ending, man, breaks my heart, dude. That ending, I swear, kills me, dude. That's what I said. There's some punches. But Odd Thomas, man, such a good pick. Odd Thomas. Because not enough people know about this movie, and people need to know about it. Yes, people need to know about it. So, Trey, what is, when we look on the shelf Mm -hmm. under staff picks and we see your name, 
What is under your name? It's going to be House. <laughs> it's going to be House, Eddie. And let me tell you why, buddy. Make sure to check out our TikTok. We posted our first video <laughs> last night, a toast to film, all one word. Yep. We were out on my patio. I had oh. the lights out. I had yeah. these Halloween vibe lights yeah. set, and we were watching House, and we had the time of our life. Man, it was amazing. I'm starting to think we need to do that every weekend. Yeah. Leading up to Halloween because it was just such a good yeah, time. Yeah, there's four houses. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Let me tell you guys, House is such an underrated and forgotten haunted house movie. Yeah. And what's so fun about it is it brings so much, um, it brings so much to life. Bro, them creatures. Can we talk about those creatures, bro? I mean, they need a shout-out for practical effects and creativity, man. They need a shout-out for the drugs that they were on, because bro. these are some weird <laughs> Like, the one that tried to take the kid up, up the, the chimney? chimney? Bro. I was like, what is that? Dude, okay, look, and at the end, I'm going to ask Eddie's review of it, because I haven't fully gotten it yet. <laughs> but, guys, House is so much fun, and let me tell you, I wouldn't classify it truly as a horror comedy, but there is a good bit of comedy in there where you laugh. Well, some of it's unintentional, because, man, yeah. these... Cr I mean, old buddy who's the lead is greatest American hero. Well, and not only that, I just love his calmness about everything, because anyone else would have been out the door. But what he's dealing with, and he handles it so well. Dude, dude. I want to take this movie and edit in my voice every time one of the creatures pops Do up. Do a Mystery 3000. Yeah, every time one of the creatures pops up, like the big woman yeah. and the ones that were trying to pull the child, I just want every time you see their face pop up, I want to go, hello! <laughs> well, her voice was hysterical oh, yeah. already. So, Eddie, that's my pick. I never got your full review of the movie. Please tell me what you thought. Okay, guys. So, I watched House when I was a child, but yeah. I remembered nothing about it. Right. Genuinely. I remember the poster, and that's it. Right. I even forgot, like, Greatest American Hero William Cat was in it. Right. And uh, old buddy from Cheers, <laughs> Norm the Mailman. Uh, but I really enjoyed myself because, yeah. number one, we had the right setting. Yes. I was drinking um, some wine. Yeah. Trey had a brewski. Um, we were out. We had the lights out. We had my big backyard with all the insects and stuff. Yeah. Um, we had the lights set in the mood. And I just had such a good time because this movie... Not all of it is direct comedy, yeah, but it's so unintentionally funny. It's like the director when he was making it because he made some other good stuff as yeah, we learned. Really we looked did. at his filmography, and it's just it's campy. It's just an enjoyable movie, and they do some funny stuff to me. Like he opens the door, and nothing's there, and they do like a big score, like Ta -da! <laughs> you know, like you would normally get when something yeah. actually scares you, yeah. but they still play it yeah. to try and scare you, even when there's nothing there. Dude, it was such a fun. Ride. I highly, yeah. You always hear me say this. Yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Cut the lights out. Yeah. You know, get you a drink, whether it's alcohol, non-alcohol. Get you some popcorn. Yeah. Get you a, like, turn the AC on, get you a blanket. Please go watch this. It's for free on Amazon Prime. And guys. it's for free on Amazon Prime. Check out House. I'm glad you liked it, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've watched that movie probably three, four times mm -hmm. this year. And it's just such a fun ride. I mean, they do such a good job with the practical effects. And the ending was really good. I loved, mm -hmm. you know, Big Ben at the end. That was oh, yeah, really cool how they did it. Please go watch this. Please so check good. It out. Because it's such an forgettable 
haunted house movie. And well, guys, there's four of them. Which, please? You're, yeah. <laughs> Let's dive into it, guys. I put a spell on you. It is time that the witch is getting her due. I think it is time, buddy. Do you want me to dive into this? You know, I do, but can I just... I want to do something a little different. And so if one of these are on your list, don't say anything now, because I'm just naming names. You know, yeah. And actually, I do want you to start this. Oh, you want me to go first? I do want you to go first, buddy. Hold on. Let me get... I wasn't prepared. Okay. So let me just throw out a few that I think, like, if you want to get in the witchy mood, there are so many. Right. So if you want something that you can watch with a child, and I'll get into these on my list as well. These are just some honorable mentions just because, okay, if it's a, if you want to watch something with a child, Teen Witch, I love. Real cute movie. It has the woman from Poltergeist in it. You remember her? Oh, absolutely. The one who cleansed the house? She's in it. And then Harry Potter, of course. You know, you got Luna. You got all kinds. And then, you know, even though we've talked about, it has some scary moments, night books. Yeah. Um, Then you want, like a teen, you got beautiful creatures. Yeah. Which I thoroughly Mm. enjoy. Um, I want to throw out a shout out to Blair Witch Project. And the remake. I personally like the remake because that one scene. <laughs> Man, I, I totally That agree one with that. scene with them legs. But I want to give a shout out to the first one because, dude, when that thing was made, like, it was revolutionary at the time. Like, a found footage movie. You know, people thought it was real. Yeah. And, I mean, if you grew up in the 90s, there was not a time you didn't pull out a flashlight and go, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> Just like the girl. So I throw that. And then um, if you want some good horror horror. Oh, yeah. Autopsy of Jane Doe and The Wretched. Both very eerie, very like, ooh, type movies. Buddy, I could not have said a better one. But now let me get into my list. At number five, I have Wendy from Casper Meets Wendy. Dude, I- that's that's solid. This is if you have a very small child, I would highly recommend this. It's very wholesome, real cute movie. I personally have never advocated for Casper movies, but I love this one. Yeah. You got Hilary Duff pre like Liz McGuire and all that as Wendy the Witch. Right. And she meets Casper and her family and his family don't really like each other cuz witches and ghosts they can't be friends. Right. But it's just a cute movie. Highly recommend. Number 4 Sabrina Spellman from The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. That is one of my favorite lists, you know, in general, mm-hmm. and, um, like, for, for a witch. Mm-hmm. And I said that all backwards. I don't know why I said it like that. Dude, no, I understood what you <laughs> no, mean. No, but, like, I love her, you know, and I'm so glad you put that on the list because No disrespect she's... to Melissa Joan Hart. Right. Because I grew up on that, Sabrina. Yeah. But this one, she's just this cute little pixie. Oh, man. But she deals with some really dark stuff. It gets super dark. And I like 
I love her because she can be dark, mm-hmm. but she can also be so lovable. Yeah. Everything you want in a witch. And she just has a little funny way of talking. Yeah. I, I'm sorry I signed the book, Dark Lord's book. Like, it's oh, just funny man. enunciation. So number three is the witch from the Fear Street trilogy on Netflix. Oh, I've man. been doing my best, pulling teeth, trying to get Trey to watch this. I will watch it this year, I Because... Promise. Number one, the trilogy is fantastic. Like, if you love movies from the 80s and 90s, this is a throwback. Yeah. But also, they do something I have never seen with a witch. And I can talk about every witch I've ever seen. They've never done this. Mm. And I was like, that that was actually clever. Damn. And I enjoyed that. So the witch from Fear Street, have to include her. Number two, the hottest witch to ever live sarah from hocus pocus oh oh that 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 is highly debatable but whoa now we talking about horse face horse okay first of all first of all the opinion of trey reflects trey does not reflect evo or a toasted film (laughs) second of all you can't deny how cute she was back then like, she was she's changed over time due to who knows. Yeah. But, dude, she was super hot, yeah. super lovable. And, dude, come little children. You know, I'll give you that because Sarah Jessica away. Parker was super cute back in the day. Dude, yeah. But my number one is The Wicked Witch of the West Yeah, from Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, one of my all-time favorite movies. And I love... Margaret Hamilton, her performance, I mean, sure, like, they got the Wicked play, which I love, but just something about the way she delivered each line and everything. And here's something that gets her bonus points, and not a lot of people know this, but if you want the most wholesome thing of all time, like, if you have a small child, and maybe you watch Wizard of Oz and they get scared, look up YouTube, look up Mr. Rogers, and Margaret Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He brought her on the show when and she was much older then because Mr. Rogers, I think, was like 70s, maybe 80s, something like that. And, I mean, she was doing Wicked Witch of the West in the 30s. Yeah. So, but he brought her on the show and did a short little interview about her character and that it was make-believe. And she actually got the outfit out, like the full outfit, the hat and everything, and she put it on. And while she was like that, he was interviewing, she was still just being her. And she was like explaining their character, and she was talking about her grandchildren and stuff like that. Mm. And it's just a real wholesome moment where Mr. Rogers did what he did so best, where he took something that could be scary, and he showed kids like, look, this is not something you need to be afraid of. This is yeah. Like, she's a very sweet woman. This is just a character she played. Right. And he breaks it down in a very intelligent way. He doesn't dumb it down for children. But it's just, it's very wholesome. Dude, well, you know, and as he was. Yeah, he, most wholesome ever. Yeah, he really was. But a solid list, and I'm so glad you had those on there because I was hoping you did. Yeah. I have some different, you know, I went a little different, but because I was really hoping you would have those because mm-hmm. I also love like almost all that list, you know, such a good list and such iconic witches on mm-hmm. there, you know. 
So for me, let's start with number five. Mm-hmm. Start with Fiona Good, which is Jessica Lange from American Horror Story. Solid. You know, I also agree. You know, we talked about this yesterday. Coven wasn't the strongest entry, but it was a good entry. And undeniably, her performance was excellent. It was better than Asylum. Yeah. And I loved the Coven-like feel. Yeah. I, my main issue why it was on my list, it was the story. Yeah. But I will not doubt everyone in it brought a lot to their characters. And man, you know, that Jessica was... Lange. Jessica Lange, man. And, you know, there was just something... And, you know, uh, um, Farmiga. Yeah. You know, um, was it Tira? It's uh, Tr- uh, Trissa Farmiga. I think it's Tira? Tira Farmiga. Man, the, I, the younger one. Yeah, I mean, I'm... The sister of the one that's in Conjuring. Yeah. I mean, I'm ashamed. I don't know, man. I need to go well, back. Well, I mean, they have interesting names. Yeah. Like Visa Farmiga. Yeah. But, um, you know... They just had that witch feel mm-hmm. um, where they just went in there. They were just tough. They knew their stuff. You didn't want to mess with them. Yeah. It was just like, it was just their confidence, man. It was just something about it that just really, uh, you know, appealed to me. But at number four, the autopsy of Jane Doe. Yeah. Because there, I had to put this one on the list because... Yeah, you introduced me to that one. It, it was such a good, eerie movie because it's a witch you don't see but yeah. you know is powerful yeah because the witch wins yeah there was never a spoiler res- alert yeah yeah which you know it's six years old and it's so. a woof. it's a creepy movie guys yeah. and it's in a morgue yeah place in a morgue and it has a mystery behind it that makes it so eerie that when you figure out the mystery it makes it even more eerie most of the time when you figure it out you're like okay i can I can get behind that. That's yeah. easier. Yeah, I can get over the fear. Actually, made the fear worse. Yeah, you know. But um, like I said, I had to bring her, you know her attention because whoever that witch was is terrifying. Yeah, because they knew their stuff and the level it went into on the the magic was was rough, man. Oh man, can I throw another honorable mention? I yeah. can't believe I just remembered one that should have been on my list. What's that? So I would probably move Wendy to my honorable mention uh-huh. and put Agatha Harkness as my number five. Oh, man. Dude, she just popped in my head. Dude. Dun, 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 dun. Who's been messing up everything? <laughs> Dude, you gotta love Agatha Harkness. She was incredible. And she's not done. No. Oh, she's yeah. far from done. Okay, so, oh, Scarlet Witch also. Yeah. Good. yeah. Okay, back, back to your yeah. list. Number three, number three. You're right. But um, but you know, in 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 your defense for not putting Scarlet Witch, it took her a while to get those powers. Yeah, she was more superhero before a witch. Yeah, you know. All right, but at number three, I had to put Thomason from The Witch. Oh yeah, so, or as I say, just to annoy Spencer. Yeah, the Vavitch. Yeah, I know, I know. But the witch was so good because she becomes a witch, but it's really about the journey she goes on. That, that rabbit. Make, yes, man, and you know that rabbit's mean mugging. The rabbit, the goat. Yeah. Philip. And the school of witches. Which yeah. I thought oh. was really oh. Oh. eerie and yeah. cool, man. Yeah. I mean it was creepy. It was very creepy. Creep so, factor. So definitely give give the witch a watch. Now, here's one at number two. Everyone should know. If they don't, shame on you. Bellatrix. Yeah, Bellatrix. Lestrange. She let me tell you. 
First off, she's hot. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. I mean, you can say that. Bellatrix is hot, man. I personally don't like the actress. I'll say it, dude. She is hot. You know, Helena Bonham Carter, I, I, man, I don't know what it is. I I just love everything about her. But I think also, um, a witch is so good when she's bad. You know, I love an evil witch, you know. And I could have put Hermione. I could have put Luna Lovegood. But, you know, there's something about just a bad girl. Because my boy a villain. Man, you know, she's just a bad girl. She had my heart, man. My boy a villain. She That's had why. my... I, I would have been on her team, My boy bro. practically a Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, at number one, it's a five-way tie. A five-way tie for one franchise that I love. And that is The Witcher. Because... Jesus. You've got Yennefer, you've got Triss, Philippa Eilhart, Kira Metz, and Francesca. Triss is a, a witch? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Absolutely, Is Siri a witch? No. Is she a witcher? Yes. Is Geralt a witcher? Yes. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Excuse us for a quick delay. Uh, pause and need to handle something. <laughs> but, you know... The Witcher's one of my favorite, you know, stories, favorite books, favorite video games of all time. Really? So I've fallen in love with these witches. I've fallen in love with every single one of them, man. You know, Philippa Eilhart's the only one maybe is an exception because she goes a different path. But all the other ones, oh my God, man. Do they put the witch in Witcher? You know what? They might just. They might just, buddy. But, uh, you know, that has got to be my list, buddy. Solid list. As much as I want to mess with you, solid list. (laughs) Yours too, bud. Well, guys, you can be expecting tons of Halloween goodness. Yep. Some spookiness. It's all going down. Yeah, this is but episode one. We have to start out on a slow note. Yep. So, if there's anything you want to send to us, so many ways to do it. You can go to facebook.com slash toast2film. That's the number two. Mm -hmm. You can go on Twitter at film underscore toast. Hit us up on Instagram, a toast of film, all one word. We're now on TikTok, a toast of film, all one word. Give us a view. We are also email binging and brewing at gmail.com. From Trey and myself, we just wish you a good night. And good viewing. And good viewing. It may very well be the last time review. <laughs>